brothers that don't be knowing. What's up? He is Troy Abbott. PT, my name is AJ Smith, strength coach, owner here at Smith's Fitness. This is Busy Getting Strong, the Smith's Fitness Podcast. Let's get it. I'm coming in hot, Troy. (laughs) I was flat last week, dude. I'm coming in hot today. We got heaps to talk about. Did I just blow the speakers, you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. That's flat. Yeah, yeah. Um, Episode 18, I thought it was 17, but because we just turned these out like it's our fucking job. Yeah. 18 already. Already, unbelievable. Jeez, man. We're a fifth Wait, of the you, way. Are no. Are you paid for this suit yet? No, I said 100. 100. I'll give you a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, at 100, surely someone's going to be like, I don't know, still listening. Uh, ticked over 3,000 listens yeah. as well. Yeah, all yeah. of them, my mum. Yeah, thanks, mum. Yep, thank you, mum. Um, how's your training been going, dude? I ask you this every episode, I think. How's it been going? Good. Yep, really good. Last night, squats. Uh, hit some volume PVs. So squat, squatting and deadlifting, conventional deadlifts as well, going really well as well. Yeah. So you ready? You ready to start so. sumos though? I think so. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Done a little bit differently this time. Yeah. Usually I start doing sumos. Excuse me. Excuse me, Daniel. Could you please program some sumos for Troy? No, I, I actually I've liked it. I've liked the, 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 the um, really pushing the conventionals. Actually, um, I've wanted to sort of have a. Dude, it's the best thing that's going to help your sumo. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Like because sumo accessories, like I don't know, they're like you can't really do RDLs. I've seen people try to do sumo RDLs and other things. I feel like man, a conventional deadlift's the best thing for your your sumo deadlift anyway. Maybe a wide stance squat, but I've really needed to work on that conventional deadlift. It's probably one X lift that I just still haven't got my head around how to do it hundred percent perfectly. So. And I'm still not. I'm still a long way off as well. But I definitely feel like I had some breakthroughs late, lately with my conventional deadlift. And, Sweet. And if I look at my lifts in, in general, deadlifts being the slowest um, since I started powerlifting. So, yeah, so that's probably the opposite for most people, eh? I'd say it would be, but it's been pretty slow for me. So yeah. Um, less kilos on my deadlift. What other exercises do you do for your deadlift? Are you doing like? Uh, like we went oh, over pause swans. We like yeah, are you doing deficits, not block so pulls, specific sort of um, deadlift work. More just um, like high pitch for back work. Yeah, probably being the stuff that you doing Romanian deadlifts. No, no Romanian. Oh, I've done a bit of dumbbell Romanian yep. deadlifts, but not like a yeah. You know, that's just on my squat day. But uh, been hit, hitting heaps of rows, hitting yep. shrugs. I've never done shrugs. Fuck yeah. In training. I've like I've never I have traps now. Oh, they're, they're, like, they're only tiny little traps, but I've never had traps, so. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to keep these shrugs going. Shrugs <laughs> are one of those ones that, yeah, like, if you do them, you'll notice, but yeah. a lot, like, they're easy to forget about. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, they're just, it's an awkward exercise, you sometimes sort of feel like you're not doing much. I didn't, I don't think I ever did them properly. I think I, I yeah. tried to load up in my, like, neck muscles. <laughs> yeah, you're sort of like, a, I, like I don't feel this it's sort of like a weird kipping, like, accordion looking yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And it goes all over the place. So I've been keeping them light, high reps, and just really working on getting a good squeeze out of this. Oh, nice. And that body, that bodybuilder mentality. Yeah, I've been hitting heaps of bodybuilding stuff. The mind stuff. muscle. It's good. Been fun. Sweet. And um, hopefully uh, that sumo deadlift um, can finally yeah. jump up. Be nice. PB's all round at Perth Cup, I reckon, man. Yeah. I'll sure. tell you what. I'm fucking sore, man. I'm yeah. so sore. I was sore after the ultra, but more, more so just like run down, like a bit... Bit non-responsive, a bit like uh, off with the fairies for a couple of days. And then I trained, I did a little bit on Wednesday and then Thursday 
um, did my like a body weight session that is was like in my plan. Yep. Friday a kettlebell and implement session. Saturday a barbell session, and I'm fucking cooked, man. I thought I was going light, and obviously wasn't light enough. So I haven't been lifting since like January properly. Yeah. And then I went in and did some, yeah, man, hammies are just like doms like no other. So it just goes to show like a little bit of time off, a little bit of, uh, you know, a novel stimulus with, with some weight. I did deadlifts at like four eights at a hundred. I did snatches, snatches. You're not going to get a heap of, heap of doms from like I did 20 snatches with like 50, 60 kilos. And then I did, you know, front squats, four eights, deadlifts, four eights. That's what's got me. Yeah, so fucking, I'm I'm sore, man. Like I trained a bit yesterday. I'm gonna get back in the barbell work though. Oh, I was, man. I didn't miss a snatch. I was stoked with that. It's only 50, 60 kilos. Like my PB is a hundred. Yeah. On a snatch, which I'd be a fair way off, but I was just happy that I could like catch it in the hole, overhead squatted up and out, and and didn't miss any. So ollie lifting, I I over when I start to overthink it, it go it gets worse. Um, so it's a fine line with me with just being powerful yep. putting the bar where I need to be and then like overthinking it and really breaking everything down way too technically yep. for someone who like I'm not an Olympic lifter like I enjoy doing it but it's not my only pursuit so yep. I think just you know keeping it somewhat light and just ripping it putting it above my head or cleaning it to the shoulders that sort of thing just feels good I don't know um, something that comes naturally. It, it, I feel good. Like when you when you do stuff that you you're half decent at. Yeah. It makes you feel good. Shit, yeah. Yeah. Kettlebell swings in there as well. Yep. Fucking one of my favourites, man. Just chucking on thirty seconds on, thirty seconds off. The Chuck the real Mackenzies on. That's like my kettlebell <laughs> swing music, man. And then just swing that kettlebell. Yeah. Doing like sort of twenty odd reps every thirty seconds, thirty yep. second rest, eight rounds. It's just done. Yeah. So I'm using like those. Eight minute efforts, so I'm doing some uh, every minute on the minute, yep. EMOM type stuff with pull ups and push ups, dips and hanging knee raises, hanging leg raises. Yep. So you end up, you know, you've done forty pull ups, um, forty push ups in eight minutes, yeah. and you know that's just work done in and out. You start the clock, off you go, nice and then quick uh, to well, it's quick. And then, uh, like I was saying the other day, I want to try and add either weight or reps to it. Yeah, I think it would be gangster to be able to do like. Eight sets of ten pull-ups, ten push-ups on the minute, every minute. That would. It'd be huge. Yeah. So I, obviously I've got to get through sixes, dips and pull-ups. sevens. Yeah, dips and pull-ups. minute rest, not every minute on the minute. Yeah, every minute on the minute. Obviously, as the set gets longer, the less rest you get as well. Yeah, that's tough. So yeah, I'd love to be able to do that. Just be beast at like some body weight exercise, which is sort of what I've got into this program. But I can see me getting bored quickly enough that I'll progress a certain way. To get to 10 and 10 would be fucking hard work. It would be hard work. So that's our training anyway. Um, I'm fucking sore. Troy's killing it. Uh, Group sessions are going off. We had a fair few numbers. Now we had a bit of a a lull there where everyone was a bit crook. Winter was like taking hold. But we had a few new faces yesterday and we had a few new faces uh, this morning. So we had 10 at the uh, 6 a.m. session. So... We only really got them rolling maybe, what, 10 weeks ago, if that? Yeah, maybe 10 weeks. Um, and we were sort of, oh, are we going to have enough numbers to to sort of uh, keep them going? And, you know, we've sort of they stuck with it when they when it has been lower. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's good to see, you know. They're always up and about the morning cruise too. Oh, yeah. You know, they're always up for it, aren't they? They're, they're, they're they they have to be up for it. Yeah, they're just... 
they're 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 already they've already got a win because they're up and doing something to like win the day sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So they've woken up at five thirty at the latest, probably. Yeah. They're at the gym at six. They're at the gym at like. Hey, they're they're, they're at the gym before me. Yeah. <laughs> I roll in at like five to six. Like, I'm glad we've got the um train heroic system up now because it's just like, well, this, the the I session's already there. And then I'm like, yeah, this is what we're doing. So this morning I had to tell them to chill out. I was like, we got a couple of new girls coming. We'll wait for them to get here. And they're all standing at the whiteboard, like, you know, piecing it together. Like, what should we do? It was good. We did some bench press, some intervals, some circuits. So if you're looking for some group sessions, cruise on in. Um, I know we plug them every uh, podcast, but Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, 5.30. Tuesday, Thursday, 6 a.m. Um, 5.30 p.m. as well, those are. Um and then uh, I had the Strong Chicks program start last night. We had eight girls. I think we had 10 sign up. Like I said, you always yeah, add a couple of extras because there'll be some dropouts. Yeah. But we had eight. And man, as a group, I wouldn't... They are beginners, but they've all done bits and bobs before. Okay. Yeah, like, even... And some of them aren't beginners, but they're just starting out. Um, so we went through squats, went through Romanian deadlifts, went through bench press. Man, as a group, people that shouldn't be very good... Yeah. They were very good. Like the way they moved, they could all squat. There was no like knees caving in. There was no coming off their oh, heels. Yeah. Man, it was, oh, dude, it was, it was across the board. I was like, you guys are good. So we're going nice. to get stuck straight into like some good, good training. So, yeah. um, even with the Romanian deadlift, there was a little bit of like, um, stiff legs going on. Yeah. But once I addressed that, they were all spot on, man. So those girls are going to get strong pretty quickly. Few of the girls have been doing boot camp and stuff, and they're going to carve up because they're going to be able to handle so much load. Yeah. Because boot camp just throws load at you. That sounds so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they'll be really good. Might get a few more all right, let's move on from fucking throwing loads. <laughs> Jesus. Um. All right. Anything else? What's going on at the gym, bro? We're going to get. So we do have an overarching topic here, but it's it's sort of been taken over by some um by uh some listener requests and listener topics. I think. Yeah. So we'll touch on them, but it might not end up being the what we talk about for most of the, the podcast. Can't even see how long we've been going. We haven't even started yet. And we got um ten minutes. Remember we got sports talk today. I remember so, last week was so flat that we forgot. We, the, we forgot the intro. the intro. So roll that sick intro. All right, man, let's talk AFL. I watched one game over the weekend. I know you watched at least one. Maybe two. Let's talk about how shit the Dockers are. Well, to be fair, I didn't watch that game, so... Dude, they're dog shit. Sorry to all you Dockers fans out there. Actually, actually, they've got to agree. They've sort of got to agree with me. that It was terrible, man. I didn't watch the game, but I heard some stats that they had the same amount of scoring shots. They had more inside 50s. So I was like, it can't have been... How did they lose by 90 if that... Like, the stats... Well, don't I don't really know... Sense, well, though. actually, I do know enough about football that they were just saying, uh, like, the commentators, that the way they were bringing the ball into 50, like, yeah. McGovern and Hearn, all yeah. those dudes were just like, nope, not today. Yeah. Like, so, I don't know, they were talking about how they need to bring it in, like, on the floor. Lower low, Lower down, all that sort of stuff. Like, I know a fair bit about footy, you know, so... <laughs> I think they uh, they need uh, some new coaching staff, maybe some new tactics. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was they kicked like twenty odd behinds, 
they were just shit house man and they showed like because it was the I thought they were worse last week when they lost, lost to Carlton to be a fish oh Jesus man. they lost to Carlton and then got smoked by like 90 yeah mate they need to sack that coach yeah he's yeah, living I've off like dude he's yeah. living off grand finals from years well, ago well he never even won one of those grand yeah. finals when he probably should have and you know yeah. what they showed all the highlights from like the old derby. There were some punches being thrown in those old derbies, yeah, man. Yeah. I like it. It was um, Pav and like a Michael Gardner dude. They still rocking in Adelaide pretty good. They squaring up. In Adelaide, so. Yeah, I like that. But they showed um, yeah, they showed the highlights of like the first, the first um derby. The Dockers uniform, man. It's a shocker. Right? Oh, it's got better. It's still bad. It got better, and this is someone like, I've played for two rugby teams that were have worn purple. Yeah, I was gonna say you can't really the purple can't be nah, effective. dude. Because you look at Melbourne Storm, they're yeah. The, they're... See, purple's not too bad, but the green in that first uniform, man, they had like a the real big. It was like as bad, it was it? like a billiards table. Was it red as well. Red, green, and pur- the purple was only a little bit white and purple, like yeah. a big white anchor. I think they had they might have even had green socks, oh. dude, and not a cool green like you know like the Australian uh, rugby league team. Yeah, like yeah. the green and gold hoop socks and V jersey. Like that's classic yeah, to me. Yeah. That's a rugby the rugby um sort of uniform though. Yeah. But yeah, the the green that was on it was just yuck. Yeah. And then it just from ever since they came out with that, that jersey just threw me off the Dockers, eh? And how depressing their team is. Yeah, you know, this, this Wait, we're piling up on the Dockers <laughs> today, man. Wait, all so these people cool. are going to be like, are you kidding me? And <laughs> I was like, you know what? The Dockers, they had oh, the, the chance to come in and just be like, you know what? The Eagles have been the team. We're the Dockers. They come in with the shittest mascot. <laughs> yeah. The Dockers. Oh, we're on. I'm on the Dockers now. I'm on the Dockers. We're, it's all coming. The shittest mascot. They, their field's not even in fucking Fremantle. No. They played in Subiaco. Come on. And then that shit song and that shit billiards green on their jersey, get out of it. Put them back in the fucking waffle. Yeah, Dockers are done, um, alright? Dockers are dead. <laughs> um, let's move on. Um, your team's shit as well? Yes. So I have a theory on this. That yeah. If I don't watch the game, they lose. Yeah, so the Cats lost. Uh, Who'd they lose theory. to? Lost to, lost to the Bulldogs just after I talked them up saying Bulldogs are shit now. Bulldogs are shit now, right? Well, they beat Port Adelaide last week in Adelaide, so okay. their form's not too bad. So it's not like losing to Carlton. No, it's not as bad as that. But yeah. then again, Bulldogs lost to Carlton, so I don't know what's going on. Oh, okay, so shit. It's a weird one, but um, yeah, just when I jumped on, I'm thinking, yeah, here we go. We're I was backing them in as well. Man. I was like, I like those cats. We only lost by. I know nothing about footy. <laughs> I, I watched my daughter's uh, uh, hoop dancing performance. Yep. And so I had to miss the game. Yep. And the, the week where I missed, watched my missus do her performance, missed the Cats game as well. Yep. And those two games I lost. So if I'm not watching... You heard it here. So Troy tell, is the omen. He has to watch I the have games. to watch the game. Who are they playing this game? week? St Kilda. So they're uh, struggling. What, so are they struggling? We're at home. So if they lose this week, I'll be... Yeah. Backing the Eagles in for the flag then. Oh, mate. The Eagles were... Yeah. They're... Back in business now, so... So that's, uh, that's footy for you. Yep. The cats are average lately, and the dockers have always been shit. <laughs> All right? <laughs> crap. I only get so much crap for that. Um, cricket, man. Yeah. I haven't been around the cricket. I know we lost to South Africa. Well, so I was watching a few... Yeah, I was... Like, I knew we were doing well, but then we had a few injuries. Yep. Last game. Who do we South play Africa. in there? So is it straight into semi-finals? 
It is now. I think the first game tonight. So who do we play? Uh, so India play New Zealand. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. Yeah. yeah India, the team to beat, in my opinion. Yeah, like that's who... I suppose it doesn't really matter because you have to beat them anyway, but yeah. you'd rather get to the final and have to beat them. Yeah, and everyone's whinging about... Oh, who are we playing play. then? Yeah, so we play England. And everyone's like, oh, that sucks because... I was like, no, that's great. Any of those teams, though, man. Any of those teams. Like, New Zealand get up and about against Australia. Like They do, eh? They do play well against Australia. They, yeah. they play well. Um, England have got the squad, but they're just really out of form, right? Well, they must be well, They, they must won. be doing good enough to make the four. Well, they almost uh, missed out. They who Pakistan won. was going to go above yeah, them. Yeah, they, they won their last two games yeah. against, like, India and New Zealand. Yeah. So they're in good form now, England. Aussies lost their last game yeah. against South Africa, so... That's probably a good thing, though. And losing two players in that game, too, so... I don't feel like losing two players is that big a deal. Like, they're professionals. They've been there before. Like, they're not weak, like, that weak, the guys coming in. Time to bring in Matty Wade. I've been saying that. Who's who's come in? Mitch Marsh? I think it'll be Mitch Marsh and Peter Hanscom, I reckon, will come in. Yeah, they're not exactly mugs. No, they're good players. Like, Mitch Marsh could win the whole thing. Like, if he's on his day, win the whole thing for you with the bat. Maybe the ball. Yeah, so it's like people are like, oh, we've got injuries and stuff. No, and I'm like, hey, man, we've got like 20 great cricket players that could Australian be in that team. We're, yeah. We're, we're made to win. The it's world. not like you're bringing him some mug that's like barely made the made the team or yeah. never played before. So no, I'm looking forward to it. So, is that tonight? Australia-England tonight? No, that's later in the week. Okay, so yeah. India-New Zealand. Tonight, I think. Hope New Zealand. I'd rather New Zealand beat them. And we, yeah, I like watching we play New Zealand. Yeah. Hmm. The respect for the... It's sort of like, um, well, we should beat them in cricket. Like, you'd expect us to beat them in cricket. Yeah. Obviously, it's the opposite for rugby. Oh. Union, we, that is. If we're close, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... Dude, well, those... Yeah, they're, they're, all those test matches are coming up, and we'll sort of see if rugby in Australia is uh, that much in the doldrums. I don't think we it will be that bad. I don't think we'll do very well, but... Um, I think we... No one's given him any hope, I guess. Yeah, I, I think everyone thinks we're really in the doldrums when it comes to performance, but I don't think um, at the top level it really is. Yeah. Like, across the board uh, in provincial rugby, we are. But when we actually get 15 players on the field, I reckon, like, we're, we're not as bad as Rugby Australia seems. Yeah. Um, if you were to take the next best team, so the second team or the third team, you'd see the difference. The All Blacks, they, they put out like a, a first, second, third All Blacks team. I'm not sure who does it on social media. It might be, it might actually be the All Blacks. Yeah. And some of the teams, man, like you'd think, okay, all, all three of those teams could win the World Cup. Yeah. It's yeah, just Australia, the depth, man. New Zealand eight, Just the depth, dude. It's yeah. disgusting. Anyway, that's getting off to- topic. Cricket. I hope we hope we go all right. We won the last World Cup, didn't we? We did. Beat New Zealand in the final. Got McCullum out like first ball. Was that so, it? Yeah, Miss Stark went straight. Was that it? Yeah, was that it first was ball? Yeah. Yeah, yeah hopefully it's a game like that. I was you know, around, my, yeah, around Dawson's house and we're fucking fired up for it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, all right, man. Let's talk about how tennis players are, are legit psychos. They all need friends. <laughs> They've got weird relationships with their parents um, because they're all just throwing dummy spits. Yeah. Like, uh, we've got the two biggest knobheads in sport. In Kyrgios and Tomic. Like we were talking before how we want to like... You, you sort of want to like Kyrgios at times. Yeah. But then the fact that he doesn't put in and he's not going to reach his potential unless something really changes yeah. just makes him a dickhead. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if he carved up on the on the court and then told people about it and then was a dickhead in press conferences 
if he actually like backed it up with like amazing play, yeah. real dedication to his sport, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I feel like you can have like you got to earn the right to have that sort of shit attitude, that's, that's and he really point. hasn't. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't gone anywhere. I don't. I'm not breaking any fucking news to yeah. anyone, am I? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it's the same thing, don't they? You just want to see him, t- like, man, you're good at this. Like, put the time and well, effort that's the in. Thing. He's actually got the talent. Yeah, like, he's got the talent to be. But that's what I was saying. Like, how do these guys like sandbag half the matches they play, and they're still in like the top whatever to make these tournaments? Yeah, it's weird. It's almost like, you know, like what? Sometimes you ask yourself, why are these people famous? Yeah. Like when it comes to like celebrities and stuff like that, and it's just like oh because they are now, and then it's almost like yeah, that with was, tennis. It's like why are they there? This is like everything now. I reckon this new generation. I'm saying like an old dude now. You're right? so old. But don't you reckon <laughs> like people are just famous now for doing nothing? Like, yeah. More than ever. Mm. Like so, my kids like watching YouTube and bloody all these things, and there's just people just talking crap on there. And like what are they? Dude, you can unwrap toys. You know, and be famous. There's some sort of like app on that you can like where you. Pre- sing over the top of like so there's music and you just look like you're actually singing the song yeah and there's like this big I don't know what it's called someone will be out musically or something like this like sing star shit yeah yeah it's like they're not actually singing and they like get these massive following from it's like it's like you watching you don't have to have any talent anymore I mean this is coming from two dudes talking into a microphone in uh, my front room <laughs> <laughs> wishing people like hoping hoping some, yeah hoping someone other than uh, our mums listen to it but, yeah, I, like, you know, I'm like, with you. like someone playing Guitar Hero is probably more like... Dude, people have those, like... Actually playing a guitar people have, like, those Twitch accounts and stuff. Yeah. There was chat that, um... Oh, what's his name? Demetrius Johnson, the lightweight... Uh, what it, not lightweight, but the real small UFC fighter. Yeah. Uh, Mighty Mouse. Apparently, he was making more money from Twitch than his fights. <laughs> so, people were watching him play video games... And obviously, like, he talks... Like, I don't even know how it works. Like, they talk over it. Yeah, that's... Yeah, the only video games I've got is, like, Skate Skate 3 in the gym and Tony Hawk's in the gym. Yeah. Because we've got an Xbox and a PlayStation in the gym to basically keep the kids happy and show the workouts. Yeah. Um, but I'm like... How can you one, watch another person play a video game? Dude, very easily, apparently. He was getting <laughs> more money from that. I'm not, I'm not sure how you get, like, a revenue from Edge, it. Yeah. But you know what? We're going to figure it out. And all we're going to do is play that, um, fuck, what was that Olympics game on PlayStation 1? And we're going to stream that, and people are going to watch us play track and field, international track and field. You get the fucking spoon. You get a spoon, because you just have to hammer like X and O, fast as, so you get a spoon and you just fucking cross the controller. (laughs) Yeah, international track and field. We're going to stream that. We're going to twitch it, because it's got like the fitness element to it. Yeah. And then, mate, we're going to make... People can watch it. People can watch... Our podcast is going to blow don't know. Up. <laughs> I don't know if people could watch it, but we can make money off it. Yeah. Uh, Fucking, that's, yeah. What were we on? Tennis. I forgot what we were talking Tennis, about. Tennis, man. Talk, I told you, this, that like, is, we had that topic. It, this this podcast was going to be on amateur, the amateur athlete. We will talk about it a little bit, but, mate, let's talk about like, the tennis players. We were on tennis. Yeah. Um, Serena Williams got done for, like, damaging a court. Yeah, right. I don't know if that's like a divot or something because it's grass, right? You could yeah. like fucking smash it into like your racket into the floor. Yeah. Put a divot in the grass or something. I don't know. Does that happen in tennis? How? What? Yeah. A, what's a grass tennis court like? Obviously, it's grass, but is it like it's still cricket pitch hard ish or like a cricket square? I've never actually played on. You know what I mean? Grass court, so I wouldn't know. It's uh, what is it? Is it like a bowling green? Any, any tennis people out? Yeah, there? Figure, like let us know because. I feel like if I you're taking, be... like, obviously I'm thinking of, like, rugby, but if you're taking, like, if you're cutting and, like, 
stepping to change direction. How does it not get like so cut up? It has to be pretty yeah, hard. It has to be pretty hard, but it wouldn't be cricket bitch cricket bitch hard, but like no, yeah, it wouldn't just be grass, be like would it? it would no, it'd be hard than that. Stuff it would have too. to be right because yeah. there'd be divots all over the place, and there's not. Yeah, true. So I'm not sure how she damaged the court. Maybe it was the net or something. But Serena Williams got fined. Bernard Tomic got fined for like sandbagging his match against Songer, yeah. and he just was like, "I was sick." Fuck, he's a dick. The way um, he was in the press conference made it even worse. The, the, the so, I like Kyrgios has got a bit of cheek about him, which is why I like. I'm like, oh, yeah, I could does. like him, and that's why I was saying he does he have just, a bit of Westbrook about him. Yeah, he's got a bit of cheek. He's got a bit of like, I don't know. Like Tomic just seems like a dick anyway. Yeah. But Kyrgios seems like, man, if you just put in on the court, we'd probably all like you. And I just feel like he needs like one year to be like spend with a Buddhist monk or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah some now, Zen you know shit. I mean? Yeah, like just a some know, time off. Yeah, I don't know. How do you do? But tennis players are weird, man. I'd say it like they don't have teammates. They're just yeah. they seem like big fucking sooks and crybabies and yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, so I'm a, I've offended Dockers fans. I've offended tennis players. <laughs> I, I think just about ninety nine percent of Australia are with you on the on the. Uh, well, actually, both. Tennis, well, oh, show me something different, man. The tennis players like Federer is leading the charge on not being a fuckwit. Yeah. So. Yeah, see, Federer and, and be Nadal, more like Federer and Nadal, man. You because know, they put in model right. Model yourselves on those two, and I think you're going to do pretty well. Mm. So. Exactly right. All right. Is that moving on from um, sports news? Yeah. Oh, dude. Are we going to talk NBA? We can make a well, fucking NBA podcast. Yeah. My team's getting blown up, dude. Yeah, yeah. So I'm we are so going to talk basketball. On them now. My, team's, the my team's blown up. So this is the whole thing. Uh, oh, and let's talk. Yeah, we'll, well, we'll, we'll add Rob's question in here, given that it's sports news. Yeah. He wanted to talk about team loyalty versus personal glory. Should a great player move to a team where they'll have a chance to win. And if you're in the NBA, yeah, yeah, you do. Um, The thing is, the NBA is a different sort of league because it is so uh, star central. Yeah. Um, The other thing is they can just, the tampering rules. So like, you're not supposed to be able to just call someone and text them and go to Vegas with them and just chat and talk about what team you should play on. Yeah. Like there's, there's rules against it, but I think they just like get overlooked now. Yeah. So like, LeBron basically um, campaigned to get Anthony Davis to the Lakers. Kawhi just basically pulled the strings to get Paul George to request a trade. Yep. To get him to the Clippers and then went to the Clippers. So the players just have all this power, um, because teams will you know, give up anything for those players and those players are taking up, you know, like 20, 30% of the whole cap space that they've got. Yeah. Um, but you, you can look at it now. Like I, I sort of like, looking back, you look at the Warriors and you say, well, they didn't really do that until KD went there. Yeah. So they, they'd won before. They built their team. Yep. Well, they built those, with those three players, four players they even. Um, and then they were sort of like, obviously they got KD there. If there's going to be a chance, you'd take it. Yeah. But now you've got like Kyrie and Kevin Durant like figuring out let's go to Brooklyn together. Um, AD. And then you look at like, but you look at like Cavaliers now as well. Like how bad. Oh, dude! Teams go from like look at look. So look at um, the uh, the Thunder who I who I've supported since like so since the, the Harden, 
Like Harden as the sixth man, yeah. Durant, Westbrook, Ibaka, Cephalosha, Perkins, those days, Collison when he was getting minutes. So I've supported them since I sort of started to get back into basketball. There's a bit of a lull there, and then basketball sort of started being on ESPN again, and you started following yeah. it. Yeah. Probably like 10 years ago sort of thing. Um, well, that was just me anyway. But So I started following them because I really liked Harden. I really liked Westbrook. Durant was just... He wasn't quite the player he is now yeah. Um, until like the last few years at OKC, but now he's like, when he's if he's healthy, best in the world sort of thing, yeah. um, unguardable. So I was like barracking for them, and that was, it was always good. They were always like thereabouts. They made the finals one year, and then the year after, old mate left, and then they were sort of barely scraping in. Russ is doing everything, getting them with triple doubles and everything. Yeah. When they got Paul George, it was good. When he re-signed, it was like, oh shit, that was a bit of a surprise. Yeah. So he still had two years left on his contract. So they've sold the contract to the Clippers for like all these picks. So they've basically just gone, we don't think Westbrook and George are going to get this title for us. So, so they, yeah, oh, they, they, they want... Cool, they? Well, they, I think they sort of saw the opportunity to say like, we can get a lot for him right now. Yeah, and we don't right. think, like we had him for two years. We got a first round exit both years. True. Like... Let's just cut our losses, get rid of him, and get all these picks. So the Thunder will be good again soon. Yeah. The only problem is, is like, can they get superstars again, or are they going to have to hope that they, they just draft, draft them? Yeah. Um, and then they let go of Jeremy Grant, who's another sort of starting-ish player. Yeah. Um, and then so for more picks, and now they're going to get the full rebuild. Dude, full rebuild mode. So they've just gone like, nah, fuck it, blow go, it up. It'll happen at it'll probably happen at Toronto as well. Yeah, because well, yeah, um, Kawhi's gone and they're going to look at the team and be like oh okay we've got all these expiring contracts they need to get rid of basically they, they'll get rid of well, Lowry you'd think Gasol yeah. Siakam's the big piece for them that they could actually get something Good for the team around. Yeah, they're still young. Um, apparently there was chat of trying to get Paul George and Westbrook to Toronto oh really yeah so and then Toronto is, didn't go for it. This is ridiculous. I, I All over the place, eh? Hey. I, I don't like it. This is why I said I've never supported a team in the NBA. The only good... Th- yeah, well, people support no, players these days. Yeah, you're like, I can't, I can't choose a team. Like, so, I was I was listening to an um, interview with Alan Iverson. It was a good one. It was like, on YouTube, it's called like, um, AI Talks is Jordan and Biggie Stories or something, but it was a good interview. Um, and, he, and they asked him, like, you never won a ring. Did, did you ever think about, like, playing... Uh, going and jumping ship and, and trying to get someone else to go and play with. I think Iverson only played for uh, Philly and the Nuggets. Um, Nuggets not for too long. And he was like, nah, not really, because the other four guys on the court are all NBA players. Yeah. Like, they they should be good enough. So it, it's just yeah. a different way to think of it. So How awesome is it when you see the team, like, a player that's really, really good stay loyal to a really bad team and then come up and... Mm. I like uh, I always think in the AFL like guys like Shane Crawford playing for Hawthorne when they were just yeah. so shit. Yeah. And then on his last year won a premiership. Well, you know, you, he could have. You, you think of like, um, but even some of the guys like we all grew up with. Oh, there's no loyalty anymore. Like Jordan played for two teams. Charles Barkley played for two teams. Yeah. Iverson played for two teams. Um, you've got those guys like Bird and Magic who played for one team. Yeah. David Robinson, I think, was one team. So there's not as many, like... But now, they're getting at three and four clubs now. Yeah, so how many... <laughs> LeBron's played for three teams. Yeah. No, f- possibly... No, this is four, isn't it? 
possibly four if you count going back to Cleveland. Yeah. So Cleveland, Miami, Cleveland, LA. Um, this will be. This will be Kawhi Leonard's third team in three years. Yeah, that's the crazy. Spurs, thing. Toronto, Clippers. Well, this um, wow. Who knows? Too. So yeah, like Paul George, this is his third. When you look at the superstars in the league now, uh, Westbrook will go to his second team. Um, you look at like someone like Jimmy Butler. So he's been Chicago, Milwaukee, or Minnesota. Minnesota, I think. Yeah. Philly, Miami. Yeah. In within three years, it's just, just all over the place. Nuts. I don't like it either. No. Yeah, because like, you have to, you almost have to barrack for players now. Yeah. So like, I'm a Westbrook fan, but now I'm going to be like rolling in a fucking Miami jersey if he goes to Miami. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think I'm going to have to stay with OKC. Just say like, nah. Just stay loyal. Just stay loyal. Get some shit dude's jersey. Yeah. <laughs> like the best player in the team. Yeah. I'm going to be rolling around in like a Raymond Felton jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You're yeah, so going for the shooter players because you're more likely to stay than. Yeah. Stay oh there. man, but it's just it, the good thing is it's going to be open next year, um, and the year after is going to be even better, if like KD gets back. So it'll be KD and Kyrie in uh, in Brooklyn. Yeah. You could possibly have Butler and Westbrook. God knows how that's going to go in Miami. Yeah. That might be an absolute fucking dumpster fire. That because those dudes, I don't know, they're just. Uh, big personalities, I think. Yeah. Uh, then you got AD, so Anthony Davis, LeBron. Well, that was good that Kawhi didn't go there too. That would be fucked. Been, yeah. That would be fucked. So I think there's like what four, sort of su- four souped up teams. You call them soup souped up teams. Yeah. I think it's if you get a third superstar, then you're a super team. So then you've got Clay Thompson. So year after next, you'll have Clay, Steph, Draymond still, I think. Yeah. Um, and then uh, D'Angelo Russell. Might only be on a one-year deal. Actually, no. Yeah, so the, the, he was an all-star last year, yeah. and they got him for the in the Kevin Durant swapsies. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be... Next year's going to be all right, but the year after, whoo, NBA's going to be killing it. Yeah. See how many um, Brooklyn jerseys start popping up. Yeah, right. Like, where were you when Darren Williams was your best player? Dude, uh, let's move on from that. So, oh... Getting back to Rob's question, oh, yeah. after all our shit talk, um, should they change teams? Team loyalty versus personal glory. I look at players like AI, and I'm like, he's a superstar, Hall of Famer, he hasn't got a ring, like, yep. it might sort of be like, I wish I got one, but I think you can stay on a team and, and try and do your best with a team, and no one should think any less of you. Yeah. I don't know, like, everyone dogged KD for leaving, and now he's got rings. And then obviously, if he wins some at Brooklyn, it'll be like, oh, yeah, he's got... He'll have four, three. Wait. He'll have three if he wins again. I think he's got two at the moment, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... I don't know. I, I just feel like you can definitely just play at one team. Look at... It. Like, Charles Barkley never won a ring. It's so much more epic when you win a team Stockton, you Stockton and, and Malone didn't win a ring. You can... Yeah, I don't know. There's uh, something so, about it. Yeah. Having a bit of loyalty. Like, this is my team. I'm going to make them the best. I'm not yeah. going to go and... And having pride in that, that team and that jumper that you wear, you know, to, yeah. to win it. It's like, just such a business. And, like, obviously talking from an NBA point of view, yeah. it's just such a business. I, don't, I think you don't see it as much in, like, Aussie sports. No. I think there is a little bit more... Obviously, you got to make your money when you can as a professional athlete, but I feel like there's a little bit more... Well, a lot more loyalty. 
then um then the big money contracts that get thrown around and like oh dude come over here and play i suppose there's be a little bit of it in footy but because of footy's just the, the different dynamic of the sport yeah two good players doesn't really mean a hell of a lot Still yeah. need a good team, don't you? Yeah, like, the two players isn't going to make a huge amount of difference, though. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't think the the um, other organisations or the other sporting leagues ha- um, players have as much power. No. Yeah. So, it, yeah, I, I think um, you can very much, like, have a great career, be, like, highly revered, get into Hall of Fame, um, get a huge yeah, amount. Yeah, uh, big bash. Oh, big. Like, teams jump. That's like the nature of the beast, though, with the Big Bash. You know, it's all entertainment-based. It's all yeah, like... I'd like to see a little bit more of that. So would I. Like, I'd, I'd I th- pay more attention to I it. feel like WA has been all right with that. Like, we've, we've always had a, a fair yeah, few. And they've done well because of it, I think, as well. Yeah. Like, they have that sort of team culture a little bit yeah. better than... I think the Big Bash, like, the, the nature of the Big Bash was, like, everyone's going to be all over the place because it's, like, off that IPL model. And the yeah. IPL has that big auction and yeah, yeah, I don't it's... Like it. I can't get into the IPL. No, I don't know. I, don't like it either. I think it's probably because it's not for a team. I want a team and stick by them, and you know that's a when I watch sport. Yeah, because the start of every scorches. It's even like a little bit like that with basketball. There's some home. There's homegrown guys with the basketball, but it's like, oh, who we signed before this year? Especially the scorches. It's like, who have we got this year? And yeah. it's like fucking Carberry, and you're like, Ugh, oh, yeah. this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Um, so, I, yeah, I'd um, rather... How did he keep playing in that team? Dude, I don't know. Sure it was better. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, yeah, I liked it better when we had... When it was like two overseas players. Have they yeah. increased it in the Big Bash? I'm not too sure. It was sure. just a free-for-all now. Some of the teams do Remember we just had like... We had Herschel Gibbs and someone else. Yeah. And that was basically it. It was Chris Gale dominating. We didn't have him at Scorchers, did we? No, not at um, that. Yeah. Scorchers. What team was he at? Thunder. Green team, eh? Bring him back. Bring him back and interview him on the sidelines again. Finished up apparently, isn't he? Did you see his sunglasses that he was rocking? Yeah. Fuck. Saw the reflection from here, mate. (laughs) Dude, what were they? Anyway, that's sports news. Um, Finishing up on your thing, Rob. Nah, people can definitely stay where they want and um, be highly revered. Have great careers. Make the Hall of Fame. I don't feel like uh, the whole grand final winner is that big of a deal. I think people will sort of uh, judge you on your um, your work sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a good player, people will, will know you're a good player wherever you play. Well, the best player in the AFL at the moment is in the worst team. Who's that? Paddy, Paddy Cribbs, I reckon. Yeah? yeah? I reckon he's the best player. Who's he play for? Carlton. Carlton. Oh. And they Change teams, Paddy. <laughs> they won without him. Fuck. Crazy. Well, I look at Fife as well. Um, <laughs> That's probably second best. Jump ship Fife. Um, all right, man. I want to talk to you because I've been I've been on the um, the old Facebook marketplace. Oh yeah. I've been on the old gum trees, searching for a, a couple of bits of bodybuilding kit, man. Yeah. Some uh, I'm chasing a, a chest press. What's, what's right? You've been on this chest. I've been on a chest a press, man, because we don't have. Have you actually used them though? <laughs> not heaps. I don't think you, you're going to be disappointed. Nah, surely not. Just banging out some chest press. So like, I'm thinking of sort of like uh, Plate just loaded the, ones, eh? Oh, dude, plate loaded would be sick. You want, yeah. But they're normally massive. Yeah, they take. Yeah, we don't have heaps of space. Um, plate loaded or pin loaded, with the adjustable seat height, so you can just grab the handles, a neutral grip, 
as well. A neutral the grip option. Sort of yeah, the old neutral grip yeah. option would be great. Have those like sort of two handles. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. One normal, like sort of standard grip uh, and one neutral grip. What would be your favorite sort of bodybuilding style? Like we've got a leg press, we've got a glute yeah. ham raise. Um, we had a reverse hyper, but we got rid of it because it was more of a table. Uh, lat pull down, seated row, standard, yeah. hammy curl, leg extension. So the only the only thing we're really missing is some sort of pressing, upper body sort of pressing upper body. Um, that's why I was like, oh, chest press would be sick. We'll slot it in there. Yeah, I'm chasing it because, mate, some of those single station like when you look at brand new equipment, right? Not happening. It's so expensive. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's just I can't fathom how people like I was showing you that dude's techno gym treadmill. Oh, Who's selling it second hand for $22,000 <laughs> on Marketplace? $22,000. Dude, what? So let's say you bought it for twenty five. What are you thinking yeah. for, a, for a treadmill, a self-powered treadmill? Yeah. You can get the I same know. sort for like six grand, which is still too much. Yeah. Or five grand. Fuck. Anyway, what would be your... Fa- <laughs> like? You just, <laughs> everything's too expensive. Um, what would be your favorite... Machines like you can include yeah. the ones that we've got. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of upper body based machine stuff. You I'm find just because like, it's so easy to just grab dumbbells. Well, especially for like press stuff. So like, I've used a lot of this equipment. Come from more of a commercial gym. So yep, yep, yep. Than you have, but uh, like the, the the presses and like pec decks and all this sort of thing, I never feel like. Don't I'm, get me started on a pec deck. I I, I never see, seem to get the same benefit. I love cable based machine work stuff yep I always feel like I can get more out of it because yep. you can cha- change the movement and what you want to get your body we could out. we could get a better cable machine yeah like our cable machine I, I got I got free from all the way down Johnny from PPS gave me that he yeah. just said come and grab it man and I was like fuck yeah I'll take this yeah that'd be handy to have I'm not too proud to say that shit I'll take your free equipment <laughs> straight up hey, I mean I've used, used that thing dude that thing lot. gets used heaps yeah. every day and it was yeah I was like fucking free for yeah. sure man had to like tune it up a little bit, like straighten some things out with it. Get, I think we got new cables. Yeah. One of the cables snapped at one point. That's we right. got new cables for it, but dude, for sure. It's and you can look at cable machines as well. Whew, through the roof. Yeah. Um, and they're just big, hard to like lug around as well, move, install that sort of stuff. But we could get a better cable with uh, the adjustables, so you can move it where you want it. Because we've only got the top and bottom. Um, what cat like handle attachments? You know the ones where you can go. It's on that slider, yeah. straight up and down. Yeah, that's what we need. Okay. Those are good. Um, so we could go with one of those yeah. after I get the chest press. Yeah. So <laughs> I, yeah. Do you use the I leg press just, much? Um, I use probably because the belt squat's there now. I use that. Dude, the belt squat kills, belt eh? Squat. I love the belt squat. That's like one of my favorite. Dude, just start building them. Yeah. Building them and that's selling them. <laughs> People would be like, wait, what are you doing? I'm like, surprised it held up pretty well. Dude, <laughs> I built it for like 300 bucks. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, haven't been in the gym, um, I built a belt squat. It's basically just a draw. Nathan loaded like Yeah, Nathan. So Nathan's yeah, 120 belt, kilos himself. Um, How much weight did he like, have? I don't know. Was it, it would have to be six plates, right? About six, six plates? Six plates, maybe. Yeah. I think that no, was 160, I think he had on So 160 plus him, that's... 280. Yeah. Yeah. With a band. With a band as well. That was weird, man. (laughs) Seeing him trying to get it set up. So 280 on that. And I made it from fucking, what, two by fours. 
plywood from Bunnings. Yeah. Um, with a draw system for like 300 bucks. And people might be like, oh, scabby. And I'll be like, hey, go and spend four grand on a belt squat. That does pretty much the same thing. Yeah. The only difference is with ours, you're forced into that wider stance. Yeah. Which is probably a good thing anyway. I think it's helpful. Oh, like <laughs> Train it those adductors and yeah, glutes a little bit more. My sumo's out. Yeah, man. Um, so the belt squat goes hard. Like, yeah, I, 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 I I'll always say, man, we have. I I started in the garage, and I'll like I've got that. Still got that garage ethos that you don't need all the fancy things. Yeah. And like we just proved with a three hundred dollar belt squat, homemade, that you really don't. Yeah. Yeah, you can spend four grand on one, but. Man, that's not how I, that's not how I go about guy, things. Yeah, sisters. man. Um, and I like I'm not too proud to say that. Yeah, we've got fucking handmade shit in our gym. Yeah. And we use it to get strong. So, that's it. um, my my ones are I want a chest press just because I don't know I reckon be sweet. Yeah. Just load it up. And I saw a, single, a single, I saw a video of the Rock just smashing it out. The you Rock. Feel your chest as you're doing it. No. Yes. The plate loaded ones would be good. So the rock is on there, bro. He's the plate loaded and he's just like, getting it done in the iron, fucking, what does he call it? Iron paradise, getting it done. It's like, yeah, man. Yeah, Dwayne. Yeah, Dwayne, we need a fucking chest press. And then ever since, I was like, what, two weeks ago or something, I saw that. I was like, man, I'm going to find myself a chest press. So I'm on the lookout. If you know where a chest press is, hit back, me up, man. Going back to that, lean, right, lean extension is my favorite. You do leg extensions. Don't you do enough squats to do leg extensions? Nah, you got to get those quads pumping. You do some Bulgarian split squats or something? Yeah. See, I, I do. prefer the leg extensions. Dude, really? So I use the hammy curl a fair bit. Uh, a prone lying hammy curl would be all right. Yeah, standing but they take up... Single what? leg standing hammy curl. Done those? Is there machines that do that? Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't feel like it would be used as much because people like sitting down on it. You know what I mean? Like sitting down just there there for like 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, just doing hammy curls forever. Um, I think I would like a chest supported ISO row. Yeah. The T-bar ones? That you got the- oh, even those are pretty sick too. Yeah. The T-bar like, I like those 45. Yeah. Um, and I want a 45 back extension as well. Yeah, that'd be good. I feel like we could add, add that to chest press, update the cable machine and we're cruising yeah. and be like, oh, yeah. So do a fair bit of bodybuilding in here as well you know what I mean look, if you've got adjustable cables you can do all that bodybuilding shit all those little little extras the front raise the side raise That's it. all that sort of stuff so yeah I don't know on the hunt for a couple of machines just so we can smack weights like the rock <laughs> <laughs> um, this sort of carries into um, one of Ben's questions boutique versus commercial gym pros and cons and the challenges of going alone. So you've got more experience in a commercial gym than me. Yep. So take me through the pros. Take me through the cons. Um, so we sort of touched on this stuff in our very first uh, podcast. Is this as someone just as a regular person coming into the gym? Oh, so I, w- I would say I think Ben. I think Ben's um, Ben's question was more the angle of um, as a as a business or like as a yeah running your own. You know, oh, okay. PT sort of stuff, and and uh, as a business yourself. So yeah, right. Um, um, so take me through some pros and cons, man. Of uh, go commercial first. So, so obviously, we'll start with the pros then. So running a PT business out of a commercial gym uh, can be probably someone who's just starting out can be a little easier to get going. Yeah, man. So you know they're going to give you a, if you got a, a decent commercial. It's probably the the other thing is 
this level of support the commercial gym is going to give you is pretty important too because there's some places some yeah they will just give you nothing and they're like yeah just pay us this amount of rent and see how you go i would almost say like you should do it as a rite of passage yeah almost like go and do that and figure it out yeah yeah. over there yeah you're probably right figure things out over there if you can't over there you're not going over here. Because you do learn a lot from, like, say, the first gym I went to, there was 18 other trainers there. Fuck. So, and I've got to say... You I do learn a lot, but they're, com- they're your competitors too. as well, though. Yeah. So now yes. you've got... It depends on... It depends on a lot, but I would say if you can't get personal training happening at a commercial gym, you're really going to struggle at a boutique yeah, you gym. you are going to die, yeah. So <laughs> you're not going to be able to... Um, because you just don't have the amount of leads coming in. Yeah. You don't have... Typically, the the same amount of members, foot traffic, yeah. um, marketing behind it. Yeah. So now everything's done via you. Yeah. So now you're. This is sort of getting right into the meat of it. Now you're your marketer. Now you're answering the phone. Now you're answering the emails. Yeah, I think the first like two years I did PT out of commercial gym. I didn't have a Facebook page. I didn't have. Yeah. I didn't do any marketing whatsoever yeah. at all. Not that I'm that great at it still, but I still. I didn't do. I didn't have to rely on that at all. Yeah. To get, to get my. So that's leads. the that's the pros of um, a commercial gym. You're normally going to yep. have. You don't have to worry about the equipment. The yep. equipment's just there for you. Yeah. If it breaks, oh, this is broken to the manager. Yeah. Or whoever's running the show, the owner, it's fixed for you. That's it. Um. So there is there there is heaps of pros. Yeah. Um. The the thing is like, a lot of the time you'll get clients out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, they're just, they'll just sign up with you. Yeah. Um, you haven't had to put any hard work in. They just need a personal trainer and you're fucking in I front of them at that time. When I first started as a PT, I think it was first, second day. Yeah. I literally walked out of the our room talking to the manager. Yeah. And there was a guy sitting there. And I was like, oh, do you need a hand with anything? I said, oh, I'm after a PT. Yeah. This is like day one. So yeah. Like, so hey, shit. I've got diabetes. I need someone to train me. Five yeah. So days. sometimes it's. I can do that. Yeah. It's shooting <laughs> I was fish. Like, this job's easy. Yeah. It's shooting fish in a barrel sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. And it's definitely not when you're out running your own gig. Yeah. You're not going to get that. So. Um. Well, it's harder, and you've got to work for it more. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You're still going to have like people coming in, and like out of nowhere without having, but it's just not does not happen on the same level so they, there's pros again um, yep. learning off other people yeah, is, is definitely nice. pros like I learned a lot in just I think I was only there for about six months if that in yep. um, at Lifestyle Fitness in Middlesbrough um, you learn what you do and don't like um, but you've got the support there as well and, and we talked about it before like AJ here's all these leads you can ring them and I was like oh I'm not gonna but like look at that like that's, that, that's yeah. support yeah, yeah. so now you've got to go and get those leads yourself through however you get them, yeah. marketing, all that sort of stuff. Um, what else when it comes to, the equipment's a big one. Like you've got no, you've obviously got to pay uh, a rent some of the places. Some places, man, would have you on salary. Yeah, not that, so that's, that's, that's not, that's pretty Dude, that's like ideal, eh? Like I would love to get Smith's Fitness to a point where I'm just paying trainers. Yeah. But in reality, it's not, it's not there yet. So if, if we had, like, if I could just handball PT uh, clients to people yep. and pay and just say, like, I'm you paying you this much, yep. it's all run through me, yep. that'd be perfect, mate. Yeah. And that's why it took me so long to bring anyone even in because I was like, 
I don't want to just exploit people and be like, all right, pay us, pay us rent and off you go, figure it out. Yeah. Um, and people do do that, which is a bit of a piss take. Um, yeah, and that's why people get tuned in and out of the industry. So, other trainers in the gym. yeah, and I always said there's probably there was only room for three, four of those trainers to, to yeah. do okay and just okay, really. Yeah, so it was pretty. You know, there's 14 other guys in there really, really struggling as well. So it was it was tough. Yeah, right? and it would have been better if there was six of you in there doing doing okay. Yeah, would have been. Then 14 of you going fuck, and then. Yeah, there's people all over the place. So well, then the next gym I went to, I was basically the only full time trainer there. Yeah. So it was like a completely different. Yeah. Um, so much easier to get going. So that yeah, definitely that's the pros of the commercial gyms. You know, you got um, regular clients coming through. Yeah. Without having to really market yourself too much, you you always got work coming through the door. Yeah. Uh, but then on the the disadvantage side of that, you get a lot of people coming through commercial gyms that are just sort of like. Been sucked in by salespeople. Piss or takers. Really Taking the make, piss. Do something. Yeah. Um, so you get a lot of these people that are just unmotivated, not yep. really sure. They don't even have goals because they've yep. just been sort of pushed into coming into this commercial gym because they, you know. Um, so then you're, yeah, you're dealing with a lot of people that are, are, are going nowhere. Yeah. So you might even train them for a week and then they're like, you know what, I don't want to do this. So yeah. you got that sort of turnover of clients coming in, at, in and out a lot more as well. So... I feel like, um, so getting, getting back to that, if you look at a commercial gym, and this is just in general, so there's going to be ones that are good, ones that are bad, um, like anything. Same with boutique gyms as well. Yeah. I didn't even really like that boutique. Sounds like a brewery. Um, <laughs> uh, but when you look at typically a commercial gym as a member, you're not going to get this, the standard of service. Yeah. Um, depending on whether you... So if you have a personal trainer, yeah, it depends on the personal trainer. And there's good ones, there's bad ones. There's probably just as good a ones in commercial gyms as there is in boutique gyms. Um, But when it comes to just being a member, if you're in a commercial gym, you really are just at most places, not all of them, um, or let's say in general, if you're just a member, you are really just another number. So you just swipe your card, you go, you're renting the equipment basically. Yeah. Basically, as soon as you pay for that gym membership, you use Yeah, that's it. Like, I always say like, at Smith's, it's not like, oh, there's the gym, off you go. Yeah. It's like, all right, what are we working towards? Do we need a plan of action? Do you need my help? If you do, just sing out. And And some people do want to be left alone. And I understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as a member in in most commercial gyms, you're going to get left alone. And it's funny, it's one of the first things I remember about when I started at Smith's is when I walked through the door and just saw people training. Yeah. Everyone knew what they were doing. Yeah. I just, I'd, I'd never seen it like that. Well, that, that was, like, it's all, it's a reflection of yeah. me, man. So when I see something a bit dodgy, sometimes I don't say right then and there because yeah. people don't need to be pulled up on stuff in front of people or I just try and take a mental note, remind them next time they're in, yeah. that sort of thing. As long as they're not going to hurt themselves, obviously. But I'm, like I see some dodgy shit, I'm like, all right, mental note, take them through that next time they're in. Yeah. Don't pull them up now, let them finish, that sort of thing. So yeah. that happens. And then over time, the guys sort of gravitate. And even our members will help other members yeah, out. I notice a lot of that Smiths do. Yeah, so it's, it's like, makes my job easier. And then if I, if, you know, and some people might say like, oh, what if they, they're different to you? Then I'll just talk about it with them. 
yeah. and just have a conversation about it. I love those conversations where we're like, do you do it like this or do you do it like that? Because at the end of the day, it's sort of like most of the answers are personal preference. Yeah. As long as it, you're doing it safe and you're getting the advantages of whatever you're doing. That's it. Um, but yeah, that's the one thing that I've always tried to go for. And that's the good thing about boutique gyms is that you can set that standard yourself. In a commercial gym, you've got to walk around and see these dudes doing fucking kipping lateral raises and just be like, yeah. well, that's happening and just walk past it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, like a good personal trainer will try and say like, oh, hey man, like just do them like this. And, but a lot of the times that member will think, fuck off, mate. Yeah, I've had that happen before. Like, yeah. So I know in my gym, yeah. no one has that at because yeah, the fact that they've it. come there in the first place <clears throat> is sort of, yeah, the fact that they're there is sort of um, weeded out those idiots. Yeah. They've come, they've come there for help. They've come there for a reason. They like the atmosphere. They obviously respect me enough to join my gym that if I say, oh, hey, man, you might want to do it like this. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, cool, thanks. Yeah, Not like, I was just thinking that there's a bit well, of a cockhead. Like level of, um, uh, what's it called? Like, respect shown for you as a trainer is probably, uh, now thinking about it is different for me being at Smith's to just being at a commercial gym. Yeah. Like, people just look at you like if I'm wearing a Jets shirt or any time. Fuck another PT. Like, Here we go, another guy straight out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. And I was like, well, I've actually been, you know, in the industry a few years now and. So you do get that. That's uh, it as well. Oh, and that goes down to commercial versus boutique as well. Like a boutique gym normally is going to be yeah. set up by someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah. Um, they're going to hire people or bring people in that know what they're doing. Whereas in some commercial gyms, we got a job. Yeah. Who's the prettiest? Yeah. Who's got the biggest Instagram following? You're hired. Yeah. Off you go. Here's a booty band. <laughs> Here's 10% off your yoga pants. Off you go. Yeah. And then it's just all kickbacks and... Stiff leg deadlifts. I didn't see any kickback in the gym. <laughs> Fuck, why would we do a kickback, I man? Kickback <laughs> <laughs> We're doing backwards on the, on the leg press, bro. Yeah. I'll do a video this Arvo. Um, so, so let's get into like the business side of uh, how we, or the boutique gym. So yeah. I have, I've made a list a while back. I wish I could bring it up, but I won't because I won't be able to find it. Of the jobs that I've done for Smith's Fitness. So... The obvious ones, strength coach, personal trainer, whatever you want to call me, fitness professional, exercise physiologist, but marketer, graphic design. You're pretty good in the old graphic design. Fucking maintenance, rarely. Um, (laughs) 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 Um, No, who fucking put the gym in? (laughs) Well, um, painter, marketer, website design, Facebook social media ad design. No, it's no, but they, these are the things that you don't have to do at a commercial gym. Yeah, just, yeah. So, like, if you think of like, I designed the outlay of the gym. Yeah. I I picked the fucking colors of the gym. I designed the designed and organized the signage. Yeah. Um, I had to figure out the lease of the place. Like, you're doing everything. Yeah. You are everything, and yeah, I've what if I I've got people, um, like some logo design I've had done. Um, where I've like sort of hired it, hired people out. Yeah. Um, the internet's really good for that. If you need help with any of that, and I, like I was talking to Blakey, um, yeah, hit me up because I'll send you in the right direction because I've made all the mistakes yeah. and figured things out and spent yeah. countless hours, man, like going over everything. What equipment do we need? What's the chi- like? Where can I get the cheapest, best equipment? Yeah. Um, 
like what's getting used, what's not getting used, everything, man. Like it's, it's not just like, uh, oh, I like fitness. I'm going to do this. It's well, that's all, it's com- everything. It's every day. Like commercial gyms as well are owned by people that aren't even really, you know, into fitness. Yeah. They're just like, here's your package. Yeah. This is our systems we got. Yeah. Here's your packages for the equipment we get. Yeah. Here's, you know, it's everything's almost all the, um, sort of done for you. I, I hate to be like, I feel, I do feel like I'm tooting my own horn, but I, f- I feel like with this question, it, it sort of makes me passionate about like, I'm writing blogs. Yeah. Like I could be sitting on the, if I was at a job that, you know, you punch the clock, you're in and out and then you don't think about it. Yeah. It's the complete opposite of that. And you'd be the same as well. Yeah. Like you, you obviously don't have to worry too much about the gym, like the physical uh, environment of the gym. Yeah. Um, but you still have to figure out like, where's my next like challenge coming from? Where's my next client coming from? All that sort of stuff. Like what can I keep doing? It's just constantly like um, ticking things over. So, and I have these chats to Kelly and I was like, everything's going smooth, but I just don't want to fucking sit here treading water. Like, what's the next thing? You can't. Like, yes, you can't. so that's yeah. the, I feel like in a commercial gym, you could just be like, sweet, I'm doing 20 sessions a week. I'm earning my money. Uh, in six months, I might put my rates up Yeah. Um, and you just rock and roll. Like, oh, I lost five clients, gained five more, lost a couple of clients, gained a couple more. Yeah. And you can just cruise like that yeah. in a commercial gym. Um, you've just... Uh, in a boutique gym you've just got to be constantly ticking things over so for me um fuck podcast all right what microphone can we use like that's that takes me an hour two hours to figure out all right we can use this microphone all right go and get the microphone figure out how to put a podcast together put it through to fucking um itunes oh shit it didn't get accepted why didn't it get accepted these are all things that like people say like what do you do during the day this sort of shit (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, oh, it, it takes me... So we do this podcast for, a, say, an hour. I feel like today's going to be way fucking longer. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Um, I figure out, oh, okay, so now I need a SoundCloud account. Oh, do I need to pay for SoundCloud? Oh, yeah, once you go over a certain amount of bandwidth, you do need to pay for SoundCloud. All right. Yeah. So, sweet, we have to pay for SoundCloud now. All right. Design the artwork for your, for your podcast. Sweet. All right. People want hoodies. Okay, AJ, where do you get hoodies from? Yeah. You know? It's just... And that, like... Yeah, I am fucking going into all of it, but that's the the shit that you need to do. Yeah. I say probably as a business owner, but uh, all boutique gyms will be doing this. Yeah. The, like all the guys that are running their own gig will be doing this sort of stuff, like blogs. It takes me an hour to write a blog. Yeah. Figure out like the fucking keywords, and then I've got to go and copy and paste shit in to post it to social media, to post it to uh, Instagram. Yeah. Like all that sort of stuff helps, man. It all helps, like. Uh, I'm trying to get the long form content like cruising along because I feel like um, the short form one, one, I don't have sweet tits and ass. So we can work on it. No, but you know where I'm coming from. So yeah. my long form content is probably my most um, like worthwhile pieces of content. So yeah, there might only be 40, 50, 60 people reading those blogs. But those are 40, 50, 60 people that are going to, you know, understand where I'm coming from, know that I'm knowledgeable and then like invest in Smith's Fitness. Yeah. Whereas like putting my time into fucking shirtless selfies, is that really going to manifest into more business? Probably not. No. Might manifest into more likes and more fucking eggplant emojis. Yeah, that's it. So for me, I was like, podcast, man, podcast, let's go. Yeah. And yeah, we we get fucking hundreds of thousands of listens yet. Yeah. But the ones that do, all right, these guys, I can understand. I can drive with them. Yeah. 
and then you know people want to rock and roll. Um, so uh, that's these are the sort of things that go over. Yeah. Like social media marketing, fucking like should I be blogging? Should I be vlogging? Should I, should I be posting? Don't even get me started on how much I want to be doing YouTube. Yeah. All the like, it's just the getting the. I wouldn't say barriers, but just putting it all into motion. Yeah. These are all things that boutique gym people. It's a lot harder work than the people probably realize. I think, isn't it? And that's like, especially me watching you go about it. Yeah. I realized. And I, okay, there's there's a hell of a lot you have to do. Well, like, I just went over it pretty like yeah. rapid fire. Yeah. Um, and, and that's that, way more than you mentioned. And I I do feel like sometimes people probably think I just sit at my desk sometimes at the gym. Yeah. And yeah, it's not like I'm not watching Alan Iverson videos on YouTube <laughs> sometimes, but there, like I'm doing shit. Like, all right, I need a, I need to get away from this pen and paper stuff that we've been doing. I want things to run more smoothly. I want online coaching yeah. to become like a bigger aspect of the business. Yeah. What platform should I use? Go and research that for an hour or two. Figure it out. Email a few people about it. Put it into place. That's it. Uh, these sort of things, like, so when people say like, and I, yes, I've got free time. Yes, I'll go to the skate park. Yeah. Yes, I'll go fucking running. But when people say, oh, fucking, what do you do we don't, it's during the middle like of the day? You cannot clock off, man. Sunday night, 10, 10 p.m., yeah. writing a blog. Kelly's yeah. like, what time do you come to bed? 11. Yeah. I was cruising with the blog, had to get it finished. Yeah. Otherwise, but, it's not you happening. Know, it's funny. Like, you can think negatively about that and go, this sucks. I'm doing something. You know, the other park. thing, and, and sorry to cut you off, but... Yeah. Um, if people that worked in a commercial gym did all of this, yeah. they would fucking kill it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. If they, not, but you know, if you know what I mean, if they yeah, had this yeah. outlook and the ones that do probably do fucking kill it. Yeah. Like there's PTs out there killing it way, but, and, well, there's some and, PTs out of commercial gyms that have like, absolutely five, killing it. Them, yeah. You know, they're absolutely they're killing it. Rent for them to... So that's just, for me, that was more about like the business side of running it. Yeah. So you can't, well, I don't because I want things to be done a certain way and my way normally. And I'm happy if it means it goes slower or it means I'll make mistakes. Yeah. Um, I don't really delegate much of what I do. Like I don't. I'm, I'm going to hopefully handball some group sessions um, to Blakey when he yeah. gets qualified. Yeah. Um, but man, and I know he'll do things that sort of, uh, are in line with what I what how I would do them anyway. Yeah. Um, and you've always said that you you wanted to take on people that were already invested in. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. Like, people will sort of want to want to come and not work or or sort of get involved. I'm like, why aren't you a member yet? Yeah. So you know, you're either with us or you're not. Um, that's the the stuff about. So I could speak about that forever because it's passionate about. I'm passionate about it, and it's my every day. Yeah. Like it's every day. So people like podcasts. We've done 18 podcasts now. Call it an hour, an hour and a bit. There's like over 18, 20, 20 odd hours of me and Troy talking about fitness, talking about this and that. Yeah, there's other shit in there, which is obviously going to happen. Yeah. Like all the fucking dick jokes and stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's, that, that's the sort of stuff that you need to be doing um, in a boutique gym, I feel anyway. Either just way. about ticking things over. Yeah. Just adding it's... strings to your bow. Yeah. So for me, the YouTube's the next one. Um, and YouTube's a funny one because it's... Well, it's similar to all social media. It's like you can blow up. And now all of a sudden, YouTube could be your job. Yeah. Um, or you can just churn things out, 
get that little bit of traction with it, um, but it's it's just another avenue um, that you can not exploit but use to your benefit. Yeah. So for me, um, obviously the social medias are a big one. Without them, well, it would be very different. Yeah. I was still thinking we should. Uh, Imagine if we had good back in the day. Dude, a fucking gu- just a straight gorilla. Put in the yellow pages. Flyers, bro. It's just a straight gorilla style marketing campaign. Just you know, flyers. Just <laughs> Do you imp- reckon it who looks at the flyers these days? I leave one on your fucking. Uh, well, are you gonna be more pissed off if I leave a if I hand you one? Or yeah. if I leave one on your car at, car at like a shopping center, if I leave one under your windscreen wiper. Either way, I don't like it. Eh? Yeah, you. Yeah, I hate those salesmen in the shop that you know, yeah. especially the charity ones. This, this really grinds my gears. Yeah. <laughs> so for, yeah, it's more. It's more for me. It's just like um, <laughs> not shareable content, but like uh, worthwhile content, and that's why I've started like trying to get the blogs going and stuff like that, like worthwhile stuff, yeah. because it it's all good to be like. Fucking here is me looking jack doing some curls. Yeah. But it's like, all right, what about this variation of curls? Yeah, I look jacked at the same time, but what about this variation of curls? Have you tried these? Yeah. It might work such and such differently. So for me, that's more the beneficial than just like fucking hell working out them guns. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's always the angle that I try to take as yeah. best I can um, without being too over the top about it yeah. and just get like flogging the jargon and getting too in depth and losing people. Yeah. So I put one up the other day about like, um, prone rows and stuff. Like that's the sort of stuff that I feel like is worthwhile is what we should be focusing on. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We could talk about that forever. Let's get on to something else. Well, this was, yeah, man, I don't even think we should touch on, uh, what this was actually going to be about Have this whole podcast. We haven't, oh, man. We've been going for over an hour already. I don't think we should go into it. Um, let's go into... Save next time. Yeah, we'll save that for next time because... Uh, oh, we will go for ages on that one. Actually, yeah, fine. Well, so let's go... Um, should we leave it there? Or should we hit Brooks one up as well? Um, yeah, let's let's go with Brooks one. Brooks still one. got listeners there? Yeah, we'll still have at least three <laughs> listeners. Um, all right, there. so um, Brooke just had an appendix out. Yeah. Um, so I think it's pretty, like... Appendix is is appendix always like fuck? It's go time. You got to get it out, or do people know? I have no idea with that. One. I'm pretty she sure had, it was she like was a, pretty quick with. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like, like oi, need this gotta out. Got to get it done. So, um, Brooke asked uh, if we had any tips for returning to fitness after surgery, or the best way to start back up after surgery. Yep. Um, she's done the right thing because she asked professionals. So there's people out there that can help you, um, and that is yeah mine and yours that's our job yeah um so we can we well and she knows that we're going to help her anyway yeah. um and it, it really is just starting with the low intensity and seeing how you react to it that's it um so starting really low um in intensity training things that are unaffected um taking into account the advice from your healthcare professionals i always say this man when it comes to anything like injury related so are you seeing a physio yeah uh like if it's someone like um, post having a kid, like, are you seeing any, like, there's professionals in those areas. Yeah. Yes, they can give me um, a guideline and that sort of stuff that is going to give you the best outcome. Me just thinking, I know everything yeah. or I'm an expert in every area, definitely not. If I dealt with knees all day, 
then yeah, I, I would know. I'd be like, yeah, sweet, I'm the knee yeah. fucking guy now. Yeah. But I don't deal with knees all day. Yeah. Have I dealt with knees? Yeah. But is there, you know, people that you should go and see about your knee? Definitely. So, um, so take into account what you've been told. Yep. Some doctors I still do feel, these are more GPs I think, still do just err on the side of way too much caution. Yeah, like true. the old, only lift five kilos. Yeah, yeah. Five kilos how, with what lift, when, for how long, that sort of thing. So, yeah. um, so come and ask an exercise professional. They should point you in the right direction. Um, train things that are unaffected. Try and train around it to begin with um, and do your rehab exercises that you should have been given. Yep. by a healthcare professional or your physio. Um, if not, then I would sort of try and point you in the right direction towards one or um, sort of figure it out as well. Yeah. Um, have realistic expectations. That was what I was going to say as well. So understand that, yeah, you've just had time off. You're not going to be exactly where you are. You're not going to be back training. to where you were anytime soon. Yeah. Um, and I sort of skipped over this, and it makes sense to say it now, is that take every session as a win. Yep. So just turn up and it might be, I don't know how bad it is after getting an appendix removed, but it might just be five minutes turning the legs over on the air bike, some sit to stand squats, some tricep push downs. It might be that for two days. Yep. You might do 10 minutes the third day and just take them all as tick, win. Every, every single time. And this goes, even people that aren't injured, just people getting back into it. Every session yeah. just tick, a win. Um, but yeah, definitely train, you can train stuff that is unaffected, train it quite hard. I feel like that's where people, um, go missing. They're injured. Now they're all injured. Yeah. yeah that's a big one. So like I sm- like when I broke my wrist, I was smashing safety bar squats. My squat was back up to where smash and bench. So yeah, you can, don't be afraid to push the intensity off, uh, on things that aren't affected. Yeah, exactly. So obviously start low if it's a general, if it's sickness, if it's something like that, if it's general, it's not so much a specific injury to a yeah. joint or a body part. Yeah, yeah. If it's a general sickness or something like that, start with low intensity for everything. But if it's a sore ankle, <laughs> smash bench. Yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing. Even with like people just missing a week or two with a flu. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm finding it's really hard. I say, hey, drop it 5% of what you're supposed to do. Just I tell people all the time, hey, if that's if that's too hard, make it easier. Yeah, it's not that hard. <laughs> just change it up. Yeah. yeah. It's because people have those attachments to those numbers, man. Yeah, yeah. Don't get attached to those numbers. I say that with the powerlifters all the time. It's like, yeah, you've put in your 1RMs of all time. There's problems with 1RM, basing stuff off 1RM anyway, yeah. especially if your 1RM is too high. Yeah. So make it fucking lower. Yeah. <laughs> because it's week one. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, there you go, Brooke. Hopefully that helps. I think... Um, She's onto it enough she'll to be, know those sort of know, things. She'll be, she'll, be into it. she'll be straight back into it. Um, and just, yeah, just cruise to start with. Do the best you can um, and get those little wins we'll under your belt. No time, Brooke, as well. So. Yeah, sweet. We're going to leave the topic that was supposed to be our main topic. <laughs> um, I feel like this has been a really good podcast, though. I've enjoyed yeah. it. I like talking about those things, man. Because it makes, you know, like, uh, well... Talking about your everyday life is fucking, I don't know, it's good to get things off your chest and people might say like, oh fuck, AJ has to do all that stuff as well. Yeah. And dude, I'm no complaints. Like, I love that. You see me, like how much I love like yeah. the graphic design stuff. I've always like taught myself that, 
YouTube shit, figured stuff out. I enjoy the process of learning that. So now I'm like, I've got a few little skills in putting a podcast together, figuring out uh, social media, figuring out um, fucking Adobe Premiere and Adobe Illustrator. Um, So it sort of adds strings to your bow rather than just like train people, train people, train people. Whilst that would be great, I do enjoy the time learning other things. Yeah. Um, whether it be like editing together the intro for the podcast and stuff like that, like it's all it's all part of the process. Um, I love it. Like it's what I do all day, every day, again seven days a week, really. Yeah. Try and have some time off where I don't think about what I could be doing to tick things over, but it's hard, right? And you'd agree with that. Yeah. You've always got to be thinking. Like what's yeah, next? I, I was going to say before, I, I wouldn't want to replace that for just doing a nine to five job. Yeah, like say you turn yeah, up and looking you looking at the clock every day, waiting for it to tick over. So you yeah, and relax. Like, I'd rather do that at ten o'clock on a Sunday night, doing something I'm passionate about doing. Definitely. You know, even though I'm in work mode all the time, but it's not a bad work mode. Dude, I'm the like, same. Going, like, <laughs> I'm the... Know, when I, they refer me as a job, I'm like, no, nah, it's not really a job. I don't, I don't, yeah. don't, I don't feel like it's a job. I don't feel it's like it either. It's like, because you, there's no. Obviously, we're not answering to anyone. Yeah. Um, but there's no like in and out, clocking off. No. Sort of thank God that's done because it's not done. Like I try and turn off when I get home, and then sometimes I'm like, nah, it's on here. And like one thing I've been doing lately is like if it's on, it's getting done. Yeah. Like then done. and there, like. Yeah. So I'm up writing shit till like eleven thirty, and I got to be up at five to like fuck it. So what? Yeah. Like it's. It doesn't normally happen too many nights in a row, but if it's going to get done, it gets done um, because it's ticking over anyway. And if it doesn't happen, then it just sort of sits there and like, I don't know, you have that uh, sort of anxiety about yeah. like, you could be doing more, you could be doing more. I hate that feeling. Yeah, so feeling. it's always it's always about ticking things over. Um, and yeah, I sort of feel like I'm tooting, tooting my own horn, but that's the fucking reality of it really. Yeah. And, uh, and like we were both saying just then that we probably wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. Um, it'd be it'd be great to not have the worries of some of the things. But like I said, I enjoy the processes of learning and challenging myself, um, figuring things out, and yeah. then just saying like, graphic design, I got that. I can figure this out. Programs, yeah, sweet. We got online ones now. Yeah. Well, we got some sweet Excel files that I figured out how to use. So, oh, you want graphs on your program? Sweet, I got that. So I figured it out. I've done it now. Yeah. So it just adds all these little things to your, to your uh, repertoire as opposed to, cool, I can train a client for 45 minutes, make them have a hard session. Yeah. Cause, yeah, we can do that. We can do all this other shit. That's it. Um, I don't know. There it is anyway. So, let's plug this motherfucking gym of ours. Smith's Fitness. We have five group sessions across the week. Is it five? One, yeah. Two, three. We should probably know. We should, yeah. Yeah, Monday, yeah, it is five. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Um, Tuesday and Thursday at 6 a.m. They are a big mix of strength, intervals, conditioning, circuits, all sorts of stuff for all sorts of fitness levels. So cruise on in. First week is on the house. Uh, we have currently over 10 powerlifters. Like 14, is it? Fuck, it's a lot of powerlifters prepping. We need to pressure a few. We need a few to. We Plus need a, a nudge. APU. Yeah, we got some APU Parachute lifters as well. We won't forget them. Ladies lifting coming up. Yep. Um, so we got power lifters all over the place. Uh, APU, uh, novice competitions, Perth Cup, which is the big one. 
Um, well, so the come two weeks later after that. Too, is there? Oh yeah, shit, it's, man! It's gonna be huge. Jesus, I'm gonna take my tent to uh, Ruchi's gym then. I know we're gonna be living down there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're a powerlifter and you've listened this far, definitely come down check the gym out. Um, what else do we need to go over? That's pretty much it. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening, dudes. Hope you enjoyed it. Peace. Peace.